every day on the big show. What? Gordon and what? Jake want to keep you up to date on all the action, all the newsmakers, and all the big opinions on the Zone Sports Network. This is What's Going On on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Time for what's going on here on The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Thank you very much for making us a part of your day. Gordon, you ready to check in with the other shows on the Zone Sports always Network? Ready. Always, always ready. Always ready. Uh, speaking of always ready, that's how I would disguise, uh, describe those guys in the morning, DJ and PK. Always ready to go. Bright and early, come rain, sleet, snow, they're in and ready to roll. I've been doing it for four decades. Making now. it happen. Uh, here's those guys having a discussion about the All-Star game and whether it even needs to happen. How you all feeling out there after... All-Star Weekend was just wedged into about five hours. If it taught me anything, PK, it's that we don't need a whole weekend. Only TNT does. Oh, I think I already knew that, but <laughs> yeah, right. fine. Yeah. Now you've lived it. But if they wanted to spread it out over a couple of days, I didn't, I didn't have a problem with that. If that's what they wanted to do and celebrate the league a little bit. I don't know if they had uh, their usual, probably didn't. I know they have alumni meetings and union and all that stuff going on. So it's like a little convention like the final four, uh, you know, the coaches always go down wherever it might be, and they get together uh, on that. Football, college football has a coaches convention uh, usually uh, a week or two after the, the final game is played. So you can use that in conjunction. But the actual event, I actually liked it uh, better on the same thing before I can't remember the last time I watched the dunk contest or I watched the you know the skills and the shooting thing uh, but since it was all condensed right there and there was uh, well there was other stuff on uh, I, I watched a little bit of Oregon Oregon State Pac-12 women's uh, had their thing going on Stanford wins again they're they're really good and have been for a number of years so I was flicking around a little bit but I did enjoy the actual competitions of that other stuff a little bit more because it was on a more convenient time for me uh, a Sunday you know I'm probably not going to go out to eat with friends or what have you as opposed to a Saturday yeah and even if you were at home on a Saturday there'd be BYU and Utah and Utah State playing on a Saturday night it's going to be distracting that's that's stuff you're going to have to follow, and that's going to beat All-Star Saturday night in uh, your book. Probably, yeah, sure. Uh, I would agree with that. Uh, so, and, and, and there was really nothing that I was glued into. But I did watch it. I did watch that kid throw down the dunk and put on the Tracy McGrady jersey. And, uh, you know, that was fun. It was I enjoyed it. And, didn't, and I didn't think I would because I hadn't been paying attention to it at all. But I did yesterday. I don't know if that's something they want to consider. I mean, who cares what I think? But for me, it worked. I think the league needs a showcase. Really? Yeah, I do. I don't. Everybody else is doing it. Why shouldn't you do it? You yeah, would, and then would, the, NFL, would, the NFL doesn't do it, and it's fine. It's What they need it for is uh, their, the corporate partners, and I think they all like that stuff. And so it's great for the high mucky mucks who get some all-expenses-paid trip on 
on the work account. And I guess if that helps them close deals or uh, price deals a little higher, because they probably have sponsors anyway, but maybe they get to price them a little higher, then that's, I think that's what they need it for. If they name the all-star teams and there were no games and they took off the middle of one week because weekend games draw the best, I think the league would be great. It'd be fine. Okay, uh, you you must have missed when we had the celebration here when Salt Lake got the All-Star game. It was a massive deal. Nope, we didn't miss it. I was standing next to you, and you know I was. So <laughs> We were in the back. That was, that was just a big, big deal. Don't you remember the former mayor who was just telling everybody we were woke? Mentioning her wife 500 times and uh, how you can get alcohol here. I mean, that's in the atrium. I was there. <laughs> We're cool, people. We're not all Mormons. <laughs> Why did she just say that? Yeah, oh, she kind of did. Well, get to the point. If you're going to say it, get to the point. That would have been no fun politicians. They don't do that. Don't do that. Dance around it. So, yeah. I, I, and to say the NFL doesn't have it, I'm not sure that's true. I mean, the Super Bowl is the biggest event in the world, and. Or at least in our country. I don't want to offend you soccer people. Uh, so, and, and it goes on for two weeks practically. So they do have a showcase event. And the NBA Finals isn't a, a bunch of parties in the way that the Super Bowl is. So that's what the NBA needs to do. And MLB in the middle of the summer, I mean, that tiny sport that's going away for those people who are interested in it, it's a big deal. And every seat is always sold. Freaking for the home run deal, usually every seat is sold. So you need a showcase event. And, and I think the NBA does need it. Yeah. And it gets to present itself in a positive manner. I, I think it's good for the league. The game's the game, but the showcase event. I thought this one on the one day right before and then during with the, with the dunk – was the best that they've had. At least it, it caught my attention more than it normally does. All right, there you go. DJ and PK talking about the All-Star game, whether it's necessary. I do think it's necessary, but not for the reasons that we normally like basketball. Explain yourself. It's a commercial. It, it is. It's a, it's a chance to honor players and, and highlight the, you know, the, the, it's a celebration of the game. It is similar to the Super Bowl in that way where, you know, everybody's attention. I know things were a little different this year, but, you know, gets focused on, on uh, this one game and all the people that are in one room at, at the same time. And I get uh, the point that uh, that PK was making about what a big deal that the All-Star game is, is coming here. And I do think it's a big deal. It turns into now a commercial for Salt Lake as well as a commercial for the NBA. I, I think that, I mean, you look at uh, the Rudy documentary that uh, Austin was tweeting out about over the weekend and seeing Coach Snyder and Rudy and Donovan, and even when they're talking about the LeBron picked last and all that stuff, it's it's still a commercial for the Jazz. They still got a ton of attention from this whole thing today. So it, maybe it's not in, wow, I want to see all these great players compete at their best against one another. It's not that, and it's it's just never going to be that. But it's still um, marketing for the franchises and for the players and for the NBA. It's still, I mean, uh, TNT sold out of advertising re- revenue for the All Star event, even though it was condensed. You know, it's well. Then that means as long as they do that, there's it'll always be there for good reason. If, if, if folks can make good money off of it, 
then they're going to keep doing it. It's not my thing. It's just, it's it's not my thing because I don't like I don't like just laying it out there so thick the way they do and and and, and exaggerating everything and it's just it's a show and it's it's not something that I I watched it because I'm not sure I would have watched it if it hadn't been my job to watch it I, I probably I probably would have watched some of it but it just doesn't hold my attention watching a bunch of guys running up and down the floor throwing lobs to each other with no one playing defense it's not my thing I I, I as I mentioned before the shooting is remarkable to me and that stood out but on the whole do I enjoy it as a sporting event not really and if here's my question to you I guess you can't have too many commercials but does do the NBA playoffs not accomplish what the Super Bowl does for the NFL? Not in a sense of putting everybody in the same place at the same time. You know, you it's uh, let me put it this way: it's it's just as much a convention as it is a competition. What the NBA All Star Game? Yeah, the event itself. Well, it's not a competition. That's the problem. Right, that's why I'm saying it's just as much a convention. It is as it is a competition. Much like all the the coaches meet at the Final Four. And, but why? But why should we celebrate a convention? Uh, who's talking about celebration? Well, I mean, <laughs> okay, I'm just talking about as far as you know your the fans go. But but here's the thing. All, all, all you say you might not have watched it. I wouldn't have watched it had it not been my job. But I'm not the person that they're marketing to. You know, still talk about talk, talk to people around here who were kids when the All Star Game was here, back in the '90s. They still talk about it nonstop. Do you think it's a little different now, or do you think it's absolutely the same? Uh, you know, different generation of players is going to make it a little diff- uh, different, of course. But I mean. It, same, it same served. It play. served the same purpose. Yeah. 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 I, I suppose. I mean, I, I'm not going to sit here and say, "Ah, oh, they shouldn't have it." It's just for hardcore basketball fans. I'm, I'm not sure that it's really. That's the same reason that you, that you don't more. watch the Pro Bowl, and I don't either. Why would you? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's even more true about the Pro Bowl than it is about the NBA. I mean, those guys was, aren't going out there trying to hit anybody. The all-star game that I paid the most attention to when I was younger was baseball. I, I loved the all-star game when I was a kid. Uh, I, I, maybe it's because I was a kid. Exactly. But, there is a certain um, amount of that there. Yeah. There really is. But I care deeply about what players were going to be in the game and how, how, much, of, how much they were showcased. But, uh, yeah, maybe it's an age thing because right now it just doesn't do that much for me. There's nothing that any of those players are going to do that that I'm going to sit there and say, man, I am so glad I didn't miss that. You know, the the dunk competition's a joke. I I, I just (laughs) – nobody can do anything that hasn't been done already, right? Uh, As I mentioned, the deep balls that we saw Damian Lillard hit, and uh, Steph Curry, that, that, that's pretty cool. And it was fun to watch Mike Conley, I guess, compete. Um, but but the, really, the rest of it didn't do a thing for me as a basketball appreciator of the game. All right, let's move on here and what's going on to Hans and Scotty G every day from 10 to 2. Uh, Hans and Scotty talked about uh, Coach Larry Kraskowiak at Utah and uh, his future in that position. 
I am curious to see what Utah, how they show up in the tournament. The running Utes. Curious just to see. How, how do you show up? Because they've had some great wins and they've had some pathetic, embarrassing losses. Yeah. We'll see how they show up in the tournament. Larry Kraskoviak was on with DJ and PK earlier this morning. Uh, if he's one and done in the tournament, do you think that he's uh, you think he's he's done? Bought out and run out? No. No, I don't. That may be the pessimist in me just thinking that they're they're not going to buy him out. They're not going to come up with that money. They're just going to ride this out. Um, Give him one more year. Yeah. And and I say I'm not saying pessimist because I'm 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 not a like that. I, I want to see Larry run out. I, I don't either. I, I we that's I just, one thing you and I don't do is uh-uh. we don't hop on the air and say this guy's going to be fired. I'm just asking if if you think it will happen, not if it should happen. I don't think so. My gut tells me they'll let it ride another year. Because I, I know that the, the buyout becomes much more affordable. Yeah. But even, you know, look, we just wrote out a, a, a an in another season and an end of season through a pandemic. I, I just don't know if right now is the time. I also think. Well, I also, I also think Mark Harlan's sitting there like, I didn't do. I didn't sign this up. Well, yeah, and, and if you're an AD and you want your guy in there, but the problem is, even if Utah, even if like a booster comes forward and says, "I can buy him out. I will pay for it. I want him gone." And I'm not saying this is the case, but if a booster comes forward and says, "Like you don't need to worry about it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take care of it." It's still really difficult to get past the bad optics of that when Utah has had to have so many furloughs and so many layoffs up in that athletic department. And then you have a booster that comes up and says, I want the coach gone. And you're like, okay, well, where were you when I had to lay off and furlough my entire staff or, Mm -hmm. you know, this collective group of people. And so the optics of that are really not good. Yeah. We, we just didn't even really talk enough about the amount of money that Utah coaches lost yeah, during those furlough runs. And I, I was talking with the coaches, and not just the coaches, the, the entire staff, you know, back parts of the administration, guys that can't afford furloughs that were taking furloughs. Yeah. And that was, that was some rough times. I don't know, man. Firing a guy after a pandemic year where everybody's trying to just get through, I don't, I don't think it's a good look, but... Utah's going to do what they got to do. I, I know Utah fans are done. I feel like Utah fans are done with Larry Kuskoviak. In fact, why don't I run a poll? I think that would be great. I'm going to run a poll to see where Utah fans stand with Larry Kuskoviak. Would you like to see Larry Kuskoviak back for another year? Of course, I think I've got 50-50 BYU and Utah fans. BYU fans are going to vote yes. Yeah, that's the tough thing, is having a really good vibe of – where people are at on that. Mm-hmm. I will say this. One of my best friends on the planet, and he's a big Utah supporter. He's my next-door neighbor. And he uh, he does not want Larry back and is very vocal. He's And he's a big-time Utah, big time Utah, Utah supporter, big-time Crimson Club guy, has donated a ton of money to that university. And he does not want to see Larry he back. He does not want to see Larry back. In fact, he will text me after Utah wins and be like, I'm kind of upset that they won this game. Because he wants him out. He wants him out. And I don't know if he's indicative of everybody else that are Utah fans 
Uh, I don't know if he represents the majority of Utah fans, but I do know that he's not happy with the direction of that program right now. I don't need the exact number from you, but since Craig Smith showed up, what do you think his winning percentage is? Uh, he's at like 75%. Uh, I Actually, it's funny you bring that up because I actually saw that number the other day. Wow. I, I think that one thing that always makes it difficult for coaches in the state is when other coaches and teams are playing extremely well. Uh, Craig Smith is 72-22. and 22. At Utah State, that's a 76% winning percentage. And that's in the Mountain West Conference. That's not the WAC or the Big West. I mean, that's that's the Mountain West. It's a tough place to play. Yeah. All right, there you go. Those guys talking about job security for Coach K there at Utah. Gordon, why don't you take the first crack at this one? Your thoughts? Well, uh, I, I think Larry... Uh, this is speculation on my part, but I wouldn't be surprised to see him gone after this year. Uh, that wouldn't that wouldn't surprise me if that were to happen. I don't know if it will, but uh, look, they're paying him an awful lot of money for him to go seventeen and fourteen, sixteen and fifteen, and what is it this year, eleven and twelve? Okay. Um, so, so you're that, saying you wouldn't be surprised? That's a guess on my part. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if there was some sort of negotiation uh, worked out. I, and again, I don't know that. I think Larry is a smart basketball guy, and he he's taken the Utes to the NCAA tournament twice in his time with the Utes. He turned the program around way back at the beginning when they were so bad. But, they, I mean... Those 17 and 14, 16 and 15, and 11 and 12, uh, that's more than just a pandemic year. That's mediocrity. Okay. So I, that, that's, I'm, I'm just, I'm, and it's been a while since they've been to the tournament. I'll give my, my opinion, opinion. I don't think any of these universities have any business firing anybody right now. And that includes Larry Kraskoviak. For one, this season has been completely wonky. And look no further than what that youth basketball team has done, where all of a sudden they're blowing teams out by 20 and then losing the game. I mean, it's just been it's – a, it's a weird, weird world that sports is existing in. And if I – you know, they talked about the – well, what if the booster would cover the entire $15 million it takes to fire the guy? I'd say, hey, booster, bruh. Well, I've got your checkbook out. I've got some budget shortfalls that need uh, need uh, you know taken care of. I got other programs that can barely exist. How about a little help? Why are we not worried That's about a- the overpaid basketball coach who, by the way, took a bunch of pay furloughs throughout all of this? I I just don't think I I honestly don't care what the record is. I don't think that anybody has any business firing anybody right now and just you know what deal with it for a year and if it's really that bad then move on next year but i just don't i don't think this is the the time to be paying these these huge huge buyouts because i don't think that what happened on the floor was the most important thing that happened this year i really don't and so i i don't think i think utah just just deal with what you got to deal with. Kick the can down the road. Maybe Larry will land the right recruit in the offseason. He'll turn it around. Maybe not. But right now isn't the time for a lot of great reasons, PR and otherwise, not to be paying somebody a bunch of money to go away. I hear, I hear what you're saying, and it makes a lot. it's a strong point. 
but it's more than just this last year. I, I don't I don't this, disagree. This, this has been going on for a while. Then they now. should have fired him before the pandemic. I, I mean, well, yeah, but then, then that, it's more expensive. Yeah, you see, I'm not. I don't think they're gonna. They would. They would. I, I think they would. If it were to happen, it would be because they come to a mutual decision. I, 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 I what, what's the buyout? Eight, nine million, something like that. Camroni said it was fifteen today on with Hanson Scotty. Uh, that's not what I've been told, but I, you know, well, I'm just anyway. going. I mean, Camroni covers the program, yeah. so I mean, I would assume he would know. Okay, uh, I don't think it's that high, but if it is that high, then it won't. I don't think it'll happen. I, uh, eight it, fifteen? It, aren't it, we splitting hairs here? I mean, for for crying out loud. Well, I mean, you know, that's one's one's twice as much as the other, <laughs> and, and I, it, it, it's, I'm not sure how comfortable it is for Larry either. I mean, these aren't exactly exemplary seasons that he's putting up, uh, beyond the difficulty of this year. Uh, so, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know uh, whether it's going to, whether anything is going to shift or anything is going to happen, but I think it could. I think it could happen. Because when a, when a coach comes in and, and goes about 500 for three or four years in a row, uh, you know, that's – I don't know how comfortable it is to keep coaching in that program. I think it could happen, Gordon, sure. I don't think it should. I don't. So you don't care about the previous two years? That no. Were, no. Were Why crappy? did they keep him on then? I if, if Because was, then the buyout would have been even more. But there's still a buyout. I, and if it's $7 bucks, it's still $7 bucks. So yeah, but what difference does it make? I mean, what whether it happened last year or whether it happens this year? Well, because if he wasn't good enough last year, then why didn't you go find another coach? I mean, okay. if it, well, if you could sit on it for another year last year, sit on it another year this year, you know, and then figure out what to do. But I, I mean, honestly, they, they talk about the need to play football and the need to play basketball back when when those types of things were up in the air that need was really real and so to to say hey listen we need to figure out a way to play these sports and then play them and then turn around on the other side and say well you know we were serious about that then but we're going to come up with seven million bucks to show you the door come on well come yeah on. but somebody somebody signed them to a bad deal uh, okay come on it's still so the same you, so then the question becomes do you live with that deal yes well, yeah, but if you it. if you if you think you can do better, then why why wouldn't you try to do better? Because it's a unique circumstance. What do you mean? You mean with COVID? Yes, it, I, I understand that, but the results are the same. I mean, the, the the results this year are about what they've been for the past few years. But I'm saying the situation surrounding those results, and I don't even care about that. I don't care about his record. I care about. The, the keeping SIDs employed and funding the, the diving team and, and keeping opportunities that I actually feel matter in college sports. I know nobody else cares, but I, I think like those I think those situations change a lot of lives for the better. Okay, and those so things how, matter. how expensive how expensive is it for a, a t- uh, for a program to keep a mediocre a coach who is providing mediocre results versus letting him go and paying him extra money? Not, uh, that that's that. I don't know the answer to that question. I don't know how much it's it it would cost the Utes to have another mediocre year, uh, but it, it's going to cost them something, I imagine. Okay, right. I hear you. So you're paying one way or you're paying the other, and I don't know what kind the numbers of. are. 
I mean, it's Utah. I, I don't think that Utah just has an extra seven million bucks swimming around that they could say. But like okay. I said, if they have another mediocre year, they're but just that's going down to... the road, Gordon. Well, yeah, but you're yeah, still they need it. the money now. That's the point. Uh, they need the money now, not uh, down the road. Whatever they need it now. The budget shortfall coming. is now. The coronavirus but, but, is now. But all those all those people you you talk about that depend on uh, on being paid, they're not being paid by the boosters, are they? No, but hey, the booster could kick into the budget, couldn't they? Well, yeah, but that's is a booster really going to be motivated to do that versus getting what you what a booster thinks is a better basketball coach? Is it a booster who's or going a to GM? provide who is going to provide a, a a better program with better results and more winning and more excitement and more fans in the stands? Okay. You know, I'm not. I don't call for people's jobs unless something really egregious is happening, and that has happened in certain circumstances. But I don't make a habit of that. But uh, you know, I'm just. I'm just talking about what might happen here, not uh, what will happen or what should happen. I, I. I think there's a good chance. That's a guess. Well, I'm I talking about what should chance. happen, and they shouldn't fire the dude. Well, yeah, but what about what I just said? What I mean, you think just because. Uh, it's going to cost the program money later, then that makes it justifiable to keep him on. Yeah. No, it's going to cost them money to, now. Well, yeah. I'm not talking gonna, about later. I'm talking about now. But it's going to cost them money later, later. if they keep yes. him. But that's later is not now. I feel like I'm in Spaceballs. <laughs> when will then be now? Yeah. I, I, yeah. Soon. So I, if that's your, your justification for it, fine. But I, I don't agree with it. I don't think they should be firing anybody. I'm not just saying that that's a, that's a fact. I'm, I'm not saying any kind of justification one way or the other. I'm just saying you're going to lose money either way. And you're going to have a, a, a worse record, per, potentially. I told you I don't care about the record. Well, yeah, but the boosters do. Well, that's their problem. Maybe support, <laughs> the, support the Red Rocks. They're doing a lot of winning these days. Maybe dump that money into those into that program or whatever excuse you need to find to donate that money. So you're telling other people how to how to donate their money. I'm telling you, if if I'm Mark Harlan and a big booster came to me and said I'd like to pay that buyout, I would say to him, you know what? I've got a lot of great places that I could use that dough. Uh, that's not the way it works. Well, then, hey, that's not. That's are not they the way there to works, help the program man. or not? But that's what I tell him. Uh, if a booster came to Mark Harlan and said, hey, I'll help out with this thing. Let's get a coach that's going to win 25 games every year. Well, I wouldn't uh, let a booster make that decision for me if you want to start there. Uh, yeah, but that – come on, Jake. I wouldn't. Let's, you're, now you're camped out in the 100-acre wood. I think – I honestly mm, – a local university and a recent coaching hire around here let a booster make the call, and it didn't work out very well. Well, sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, but hmm. – he could, Harlan could also tell that booster, uh, we can't fire him now because it's a bad thing to do optics-wise and morally because we fired a lot of people that deserve to have jobs and don't anymore. But we're going to need to fire him next year, and that's going to cost us about $3 million anyway. So come back to me next year, and I'll take that money from you. But why uh, – uh, that doesn't really – if you're going to lose money, you're going to lose it. In one form or another. So what difference does it make when you lose it? According to the Desert News, if they fired him or bought him out, whichever way you want to use it, right now they would owe him about $3 million per year left on his contract. That's just south of $7 million. I don't know where Kamrani 
Got the fifteen million. It's probably somewhere between the two. His number sounds too high to me. But the the fact remains, if they pay him today, they owe him double than if they pay him a year from today. Does that make sense? And yeah, just, but then, just, they, then they suffer through another mediocre season. So, but but concentrate on what Austin said right there. Today, as opposed to <laughs> Austin, Next one year, more time, a year from today, a year from today. <laughs> Yeah, but okay. then you suffer through another so, bad, mediocre season. Today. So you'll be. A year from today. Yeah. And, and yeah, you and might win one game. I today. Don't know, <laughs> a today, year from today. Yeah, but do, do I need to go through this one more time? 17 and 14, 16 and 15, 11 and 12, and then next year, what? Wait, wait, wait. I'll, I'll, 15, 15, and 17 next be year. be a year older with better experience. I'll, I'll, I'll give my argument one more time again. Today, <laughs> a year from today. Yeah, but okay. But then let's say you negotiate something uh, and uh, you make a change and uh, it costs some money. But next year you go 24 and, you know, 8. Today. And more people year are in today. the stands. More people are excited about being a part of the program. More people are excited to go to basketball games. And more people are going to pay you more money. The pandemic is here today. But a year from today. You can pay me now or you can pay me later. Exactly. That's exactly my point. Thank you. But you're Thank still you paying. Very much. Yes, but you're the, the budget shortfall is today. <laughs> today. Yeah, but that shortfall is going to, that's going to spill over to the next three or four or five years. All right. Uh, let's jump out to the zone phone. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll get back to the NBA and some other things coming up. We've got uh, Chris Mannix, who's going to jump on the show at uh, 430. And uh, Coach Chiesa is going to be on with us coming up at the 5 o'clock hour, top of the 5 o'clock hour. So stay tuned for that. But now let's jump out to the zone phone. Joining us now, our good friend from Lone Depot. He is Matt Harrison with us here on the big show. And uh, Matt, Gordon and I are, are arguing about the short term, but I know a lot of people out there are, are worried about retirement and taking care of themselves as they grow older. And that's where uh, you're doing your, your great work and helping those folks really set themselves up for success. And, and unknowingly, you guys segmented directly into the, the perfect topic. When will then be now? We, we meant to do that, Matt. That, that was on purpose. This, so baseball's a 100-acre wood. I love it. it was just, I was laughing the entire time. I will say a winning program is a solid program. Okay. Uh, that's all, I'll, I'll leave it at that. You guys can debate it later. But, um, yeah, I mean, when will then be now? I mean, if you think about it, as we grow older, we've, we've, we've spent our lives paying down our mortgage, paying down our mortgage, paying down our mortgage, increasing this asset. But at some point, we want to slow down what it is that we do as far as work, and we want to start to enjoy life a little more. And, and the reverse mortgage program allows for that. And so, you know, if you think about it, this program allows, uh, you know, those that are above 62, um, you know, the opportunity to access, you know, equity in their homes. And, and I want to give, a, you know, just a little bit of an example here with someone, you know, that uh, is currently still paying down on their mortgage, okay? So every single month you're, you're paying into this mortgage, paying into this mortgage, and it's slowly decreasing. Wouldn't it be nice to hit the stop button and you don't have to make that principal or interest payment anymore? And then that immediately goes into your monthly cash flow. Now, the great thing about this program is that you can still make a payment. 
And there's some benefits to that. It can go right into a line of credit, which is growing for you with interest in your benefit that you can draw on. And that's one of the really cool pieces about this program that not many people know about is you can continue to build equity in your home. You own your home. It's yours. The bank doesn't own it. And, and that line of credit will continue to grow for you over time. But this is a program that has changed so much in the last three years and really is a premium program. Wow. And uh, I know you really are coming on with us for a lot of reasons, but you want to get the word out and you want people to become more informed when it comes to this. And, and you've made this info so accessible in so many different ways, including a free book. Yes, I'm giving away free books today um, about this program. It is, you know, again, super, super simple. Uh, People make it way too complicated. Um, Way to get it. Uh, Please just send me a text. My cell phone, 801-330-2200. Again, 801-330-2200. Or you can visit my website, reverseourhome.com. Again, reverseourhome.com. have a lot of great informational videos there. But again, I'm passionate about this program. Let me teach it to you, educate you. And again, when will then be now for all of us at some point? We're going to get to that point of retirement to where we do want to start to look at ways to increase that cash flow for us. You're the man, Matt. Again, that number, 801-330-2200, or go to reverseourhome.com. Take advantage of that free book offer. Again, that number, 801-330-2200. That's Matt's cell phone. So get in touch. Find out how this can work for you. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, guys. There you go. Our friend Matt Harrison with Loan Depot. Well, more coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Utah's highest rated, most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Honestly, I just try to forget forget about last year. You know, last year I had high numbers or whatever, but just try to forget about the year and then just look at look at old film, work, look at what I need to work on for right now, you know, because there's all, always something to work on, especially with spring ball starting up. We were like in the third day right now, you know, and I still have stuff to work on. So, you know, just perfecting that until next season is my goal right now. All right, there you go. That's Tyler Algier. It is the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Just got a funny meme from your guy, Larry Tassoni. Austin, I feel honored. How about that? Film buyer extraordinaire of Megaplex Theaters. The guy with literally the best job <laughs> on the planet. Yep, yep. Hey, how would you like a job just watching movies all day and deciding which ones uh, will make money in the box office? Wait a Sounds minute. There's pretty a lot good. Of, yeah, wait, wait, there's a lot of pressure in, in that decision. Right I agree. I'm not yeah. saying he's not good at well, his job. I'm just saying he's it. got the best job on the planet. And he has well, to wait, see well, a lot well, of bad well, movies. It's true. Well, yeah, exactly. But a he's still watching movies you have for the money. the best job that there is to be had. I do love my job, but watching watching movies for a living would be pretty sweet. I'm not saying that, again, not that there's nothing to the job. you got to be good at it or you're not going to stay in that job for long. But still, that'd be pretty cool. Larry also texted me that Michelle Pfeiffer has a movie called French Exit coming out in April, and he says it's her best role in decades. 
Okay. Thank you, Larry. Along the Michelle Pfeiffer discussion we had. Don't miss the movie zone every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday morning. Friday, or no Thursday. Thursday night after the Aggie game this week. Oh, it is? Yeah. When did that happen? I don't know. When I scheduled it to happen. Oh, the schedule I have says there is none. Oh, I just got the time wrong on Saturday. Oh. Four o'clock on But there Saturday. is, so, we're doing it on Thursday? As long as you got the right schedule. Yeah. After the Aggie <laughs> game on Thursday. Oh, boy. Hey, Jake. It's uh, in there. How, 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 do you, how do you become a great actor? I don't know, Gordon. You become oh. a, you're a good liar first? 10 p.m.? You can, you, can, you can pretend really well? Probably, uh, yeah. Yeah, you can uh, capture you a character t- and all sorts of other fluffy stuff. I don't know. I was reading a bio on an actor the other day, and they said that uh, this actor was spotted in a restaurant in Los Angeles, you know, the classic story. And I thought, yeah, yeah but how how can she act? You know, can you teach anybody to act? No. I mean, you tell us yarns all the time that we don't believe at all. <laughs> I'm talking about in front of a, a, a camera. Well, how I mean, about you, Gordon? Didn't you win an Emmy for Octopus's Garden? <laughs> I was quite good at it. He was that. nominated. Yeah, he didn't see? win. Yeah. Uh, not not the Emmy, but it was it was, you know, got a lot of laughs. The Delaware Ninth Ward enjoyed yeah. it. <laughs> It'll play he wrote himself. <laughs> wrote himself into the starring role. What'd you get what'd you get for the movie rights on that there, Gordo? <laughs> Zero. Nothing? Nothing. You robbed, man. You still probably well, have the intellectual property rights there. You can probably do it now. I, I'm not saying that it's not easy to be an actor, or, or that it is easy to be an actor. I, I imagine it's really difficult to learn how to control your expression and to get your timing just right and all that sort of thing. Because we all know bad acting when we watch it, right? But how do you get good? No, no, that's not right. Because there's all sorts of bad acting performances that you think are great. Like, like what? Like uh, your guy you Russell Crowe Crow yeah. is a crappy actor, no, in, and yet, and yet you saw Gladiator, you saw Beautiful Mind, and you saw that he could be a great actor. Yeah, he can be and has been, but he wasn't always and isn't always, and certainly well, not mean, in the movie which we talk about. Uh, you're all hung up on Robin Hood. Well, no, that oh, I wasn't is. even thinking about that. Yeah. Robin Hood is, oh, no, my gosh. Oh, I, had, oh, I had extricated oh, that from my no, memory. No, your problem the worst movie with, ever no, made. Your, yeah, but your problem with Les Mis isn't that he can't act, it's that he can't sing. All of the above. Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. What? Uh, I, of all the people to pick as a bad actor, Russell Crowe would be about last on the list. No. Or <laughs> at the bottom half, at least. Oh, no. oh, so, jeez. Oh, okay. Name, name me your great actor. Let's see. who. Well, great actor, who would be better than Russell Crowe? All right, who? Who played Rock, Ernest? Ernest goes to camp. Ernest P. No, no. Ernest P. He's better than, than Russell Crowe. Paul Rubens. Pee Wee Herman? Yeah. Ahead of Russell Crowe. Choro. The whole cast of 90210. Not Choro. Charo. Sorry. Charo. The you whole cast Charo? of 90210. Who, who was that? The hoochie coochie or whatever that. What? Choro? Who, who was the dude in uh, 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 Ferris Bueller? Ben Stein? That guy. Better actor. 
Right. He <laughs> captivates me. Better actor. You guys you, so you're bored crap. when he needs to be boring. Hey, I'll don't, tell you this. Uh, don't you ever get tired of, of, of uh, undercutting your credibility with such <laughs> Russell Crowe's evaluations? A, he's a better actor than he is a lead singer of a bad uh, band. <laughs> First of all, Les Mis was a great movie. It wasn't. It was. Austin, even you will side on my on my side of that one. No, I, I great think, movie. I think it's not as bad as everyone makes out to be, but I who makes it out to be bad? Everybody, it's bad. Oh, that's not true. That's not true. That's a beautiful movie. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. It's a beautiful play. Oh, it's a great movie. It's it, a, a great book. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, great book. Yeah. Not a great movie. <laughs> All right, all right. Jake. What was that? What was that? Uh, same concept to uh, Jersey Boys. Great play, movie, real bad. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I might agree with that. Oh well. All right. Well, we'll just have to agree to disagree. That's all. But let me say this: If Russell Crowe is such a crappy actor, how does he make so much money, and why do people love watching him act so much? Because he has done really good movies at times that he carries him through. All right. I feel like we're talking about Tom Brady. We just switched the name Russell Crowe in instead. I, well, you know what? Tom Brady, better actor than Russell Crowe. <laughs> you're, so, you're so ridiculous. Matt, Matt, please save me from Jake. No. He just, sometimes it, it's just... You got to throw your hands in the air and say, "Where's Matt?" When we he's our friend Matt Harrison from Lone Depot. Uh, he's right here, Gordon. Hi, Matt. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna save you, Gordon. I I love Les Mis. I think Russell Crowe's an awesome actor. In fact, I'm I'm trying to rack my brain on something I didn't like him in. There you go, but, well, Les Mis. Uh, and uh, well, there's a, <laughs> no, there's, Les Mis a, was good. there's a terrible now, Robin Hood movie him, you need to watch. Hey, Jake, quit badgering uh, Matt. You badger me all you want, but leave Matt alone. Oh no, Matt! Yeah, it, hey, it, it makes it makes good radio. I think Jake on the inside really does like Lay Matt. He's just a little. I love uh, the play. Comfortable with the fact that he gets emotional when he watches. Yeah, it. I, I yeah, saw it on Matt, Broadway. It. Hey, exactly it's a great right. story. It oh. is. Oh. It, the songs are, are are beautiful. That's why they should have found somebody who can sing them. That's all. They they should have foregone the marquee, the name on the marquee, and found somebody who could sing. No, That's because all. the part the part that he plays, he probably wouldn't be a great singer. So it made it that much more realistic. Again, I saw the play on Broadway, and the person that they picked to play that role, great singer. Philip Quas, one of the best <laughs> to ever do it. Yeah. See, now this is the way it works, Matt. Jake says something, and then Austin jumps in on his side of the discussion. Because I'm right, usually. It's just the way it works. I just stood up for you and said it wasn't as bad as people made it out to be. Matt's got your back. You're dead to me. I I got your back. I got your back. Okay, guys. So let's talk about how you use reverse mortgages to purchase a house. I mean, I know we're jumping from like Russell Crowe and Les Mis into something, you know, kind of financial, but let's uh, let's try to make the leap. But (laughs) this is a cool program. Okay. So I want you to to think about if, if you are 62 or older and you're sitting in your home or in your car and thinking about your house and saying, God, man, wouldn't it be great if, if I could move into something a little nicer, or maybe it's a little smaller, a little bigger, maybe it's not going to have stairs. It's down in St. George where it's warm all the time, like today. Um, you know, how do we do that? Now, if you sell your house, you're going to have, let's say that you had, you know, you sold it for 300 grand and you have $300,000 in your account. You could 
take that $300,000 and buy something up to five fifty dollars or $600,000 and still not have a mortgage payment as far as principal and interest. Now, you still need to pay property taxes and insurance, and you need to maintain the property. It has to be primary residence. But you can buy something that is going to be more expensive without having to do that monthly principal interest payment. And that's pretty cool because if you think about it, you sell a house for 300 grand, what are you going to be able to find out there that would be exciting at that same uh, price point? And this allows you to go ahead and do that. And what I love about uh, you, Matt, is you're completely accessible. I mean, for folks out there going, okay, this is making a lot of sense, you just want to get them info on how this can help them. I do. So my cell phone, 801-330-2200. Again, 801-330-2200. I am giving away free books. You can visit my website at reverseourhome.com. Again, reverseourhome.com. i got a lot of great videos there, some testimonials. It teaches you about the program, but my goal is education on this program. It is a wonderful program. It has changed so much from when it was first uh, brought out back in 1989, and it really is a premium program. So hit me up. Thank you, Matt. We appreciate you. Thanks, guys. All right, 801-330-2200. That's 801-330-2200 to go to reverseourhome.com. A market update coming up next. Stay tuned. It's the Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 Zone. Time for another market update brought to you by our friends at TridayTrading.com. Now anyone can be a day trader. Visit TridayTrading.com. Gordon, how how uh, did we do today? I'll give you the bad news first. Okay. The NASDAQ was off 2.41%, down 300 and nearly 311 points. Tom Brady's not that good. <laughs> the S&P was off 20, uh, nearly 21 points. The Dow, however, was up 306 points. Fun, 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 fun. Yeah, those tech shares are dragging the, the markets down a little bit right now, but uh, we'll see what happens okay. moving forward. Let's hope for the best. We'll see how it goes. Uh, we're going to hear, speaking of, we talked about Coach Kraskoviak a little bit earlier. He was on with DJ and PK. We'll hear a portion of that conversation coming up right around the corner. Chris Mannix is going to join the show at 4.30. Coach Chiesa at 5. Certainly looking forward to that. But let's get out of the zone phone. Joining us now our good friend Matt Harrison from Lone Depot. And uh, we're helping our, our listeners, Matt, uh, with, a, with a program people are somewhat familiar with, I think, but uh, don't know kind of mm, how now things have been improved and how it can help them. Yeah. And so if we if we look at this as a program that is a premium program, I'm going to give you an example of, of how that is. So, Jake, if you have a mortgage payment, all right, and, you're, and let's say that your mortgage payment is $2,000 a month, okay. all right? All right. And... And you've 
got about a 50% equity position in your home. So let's say that, you know, you've got a, a $250,000 mortgage. So your, your house is now valued at 500 grand and you're making that $2,000 a month payment. When you make that payment, can you take it back? Nope. No. I mean, it's going to lower your loan balance, right? But you can't necessarily take it back. With the reverse program, if you were to treat your forward mortgage or your reverse mortgage like a forward mortgage, that payment that you make, which first and foremost is completely optional, you don't have to, which is the beauty of a reverse mortgage, you don't have to make that payment. But let's say that you did. That $2,000 payment would go to reducing down the loan balance just like it would normally on a forward mortgage. But it goes dollar for dollar into a line of credit which, get this, is growing at a half a point greater than the interest rate on your loan. So let's say that your loan interest rate is sitting at three, and you make a $2,000 payment. $2,000 payment goes into your line of credit, which is now growing at a half a point greater than that, or three and a half. Isn't that cool? That is. That's As you're awesome. making payments, the payments are going into an account that's growing with interest in your benefit. Wow. I mean, that just sounds amazing. Yeah. So this is one of the, the many, many facets of this program that make it such a premium program. So if you're 62 plus um, and you have about a 50% equity position in your home, please reach out to me. Let me explain this program to you. I've made it super simple. As you guys know, I'm giving out my cell phone, 801-330-2200 again. 801-330-2200 or visit my website reverseourhome.com again reverseourhome.com love it thank you so much Matt appreciate it thanks guys alright that number again 801-330-2200 or go to reverseourhome.com we'll have more for you coming up next on the big show 97.5 and 1280 The Zone